and welcome to the Press Start Podcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, you and joined today by my fellow gamers and co-hosts, Shannon. Hello. Brody. Hello. James. Hello. And Kieran. Hello. Kieran, how was your time at the Tokyo Game Show? Uh, it was it was great. Um, Japan was a lot of fun. Uh, and the, the show itself, uh, definitely more chill than my time at Gamescom. It was kind of very focused on a few things, one of them being um, like a dragon Ishin. Uh, and the other one, much to Shannon's jealousy, was my uh, hands-on with the PlayStation VR 2 with Resident Evil Village, which was a ton of fun. Um, but yeah, it's no, nice it was, it was, it was great. Running around trying to get like through a million different appointments quite the same way you were at Gamescom. Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely got to soak in a bit of the atmosphere of the show and, and Japan itself, which was really good. Um, and how was Like a Dragon? Yeah, it was, it was, it was all right. Like it was it, an interesting one because it's a remake of an older game and the series has come a long way in a lot, in a, a lot of areas since. So it felt kind of like a, a bit of a throwback for, to a game I haven't played, uh, which was, yeah, interesting, but it was, it was good. Yeah, I only played maybe like 20 or 30 minutes. It was mainly focused on uh, like the combat and exploration and stuff, but um, yeah. And, but the otherwise, whole, game-wise, that was about all you saw. Um, I played it. I played a few things. I got my hands around um, Crisis Core, like the FF Seven Crisis Core remake, which was cool. Um, I played a bunch of stuff that you know I sort of had to had to line up for, like a pleb. Um, but it was it was a lot of fun. Nice. And how was PSVR two? Uh, it was incredible. Um, I actually. Like, ha- haven't really used much uh, VR headsets other than the original PlayStation VR. So one of the other things I did at the show was try out the MetaQuest 2 to sort of compare. Um, and the, mm. the PSVR 2 is like miles beyond what, what that's doing at the moment. So Damn. Um, like, the, the controllers are pretty similar. Um, I didn't really get to test out too much of like the haptic feedback or anything like that. But the, the actual headset in terms of like comfort... Um, and the quality of the screens, which, uh, you know, don't have any of that, like, VR screen door effect. They're super high res. Uh, the field of view is really cool. Um, yeah, it was it was super, super impressive. I'm, I'm really keen to play more, uh, you know, different different games and experiences on it. What uh, what did you get to play in it? So the, the sole game I got to play was Resident Evil Village. Um, and appropriately, they sort of picked out the moment where you first meet, like, Lady D and her daughters in the, in the <laughs> yeah. castle. Um, and that was like, that was really cool. Um, cause I like, obviously Resident Evil seven worked really well in VR. Um, so it felt right to be trying village on the, on the VR too. Um, and mm. even though I've played the game before in like, you know, flat view, um, and I know what lady D's like in terms of height, like you don't really get a sense of how tall she is until like you're there, like facing her down. It's, it's pretty impressive. Very cool. Um, I'm curious, like, how did it compare to the, the PS VR original experience? Have you had much time with that? Yeah. Like I, I had a original PS VR for a while. Um, it's, it definitely like, they really kind of nailed a lot of the comfort stuff with that one. So it kind of just felt like an evolution in that way. Okay. Um, but having like the single USB-C cable coming out of it, like I forgot that cable was there yeah. almost straight away. Um, the little like eye distance, uh, slider on the top of the headset is amazing because i used to have to fiddle with that in the software all the time with the original Mm. um 
but yeah. And the resolution, I take it, looked miles better as well. Yeah, yeah, like you, it looked it looked pristine. Um, and obviously, running games through the PS5, you're going to get a massive bump in, in visual quality, regardless. Um, I, but the, the screens. I wanted to ask about great. the controllers. Like, not I assume yeah. they're comfortable, but like in terms of tracking and stuff, because that was the one area that I hated with the original, because the move controls are so hit and miss. <sighs> yeah, well, I mean, the like having the inside out tracking obviously helps a lot. Um, and I was like, when they were setting up the PSVR, when they were first putting it on me, um, and they sort of turned on that like inside out view, so you can kind of see what you're doing in your surroundings. I was yeah. really surprised how good quality the cameras are. Um, so that obviously translates to how good it tracks the controllers as well. Um, so yeah. I had like zero issues, like everything felt one-to-one the whole time without me having That's to really good. calibrate anything at all. So that was, yeah, that was really good. Like it's just, it does everything the first one did well, but like it all just works so much better. Yeah, I'm nice. excited. Do you know when you're going to get your hands on it, Shannon? Do you have any appointments <laughs> lined up? I, I do not. I don't. I, I don't I know. I feel sure like it's... Was any, like, any public no, available I, play like sessions that I was unaware of. Not, like not that I know of. I like. I think we can all agree on that it's probably coming soon. Like they've just released a marketing campaign. Like I feel like it's we're going to get a release date and price before Christmas. So I'm sure that yeah. they'll start ramping up those efforts because it is the type of thing you really do have to experience at like a shopping center or a PAX or something to yeah, 100%, understand yeah. why you need it. Do you think you could find it walking past a tent at the MCG maybe? that's always a possibility who knows what you can find out outside the mcg be surprised uh all right let's get stuck in today's show then uh we've got plenty to talk about but james i'm gonna first come your way and ask you about grounded which you reviewed in the week how did you find the game yeah good um yeah probably better with friends um but playing by yourself is fun too it's that I feel like this sounded, is a dig at us for I was going to say that sounded No, as I was saying it, I realised <laughs> it was quiet But that's not actually what I meant But um, yeah I played it when it first came out two years ago So obviously jumping in, a lot of it was new for me Like I didn't, I didn't a lot, um, Some of my other mates played it a few months ago And like, oh, some of that's not not new Um, But yeah, it is it is good It is It's just like a shit Like I can't help but think like if you just waited for it to come out like today and it had everything that it had, it would be more like, whoa, do you know what I mean? That's the thing. These are early access games. Do you know what I mean? Sure, like they kind yeah. Of, I don't know. Like they like don't get a chance to wear you all at once. <laughs> like there's a bit by Especially bit when it's on like game pass and you can play it from the start yeah. of game pass. Yeah. Um, but it is really good. Um, it is, I, I'm not typically somebody who likes these kind of like Minecraft like games. Um, but this one, I think the, the setting is interesting enough. Um, that it it held my attention from like beginning to end. Um, I really recommend playing it with mates if you can. I also recommend playing it on easy if you play it. Um, oh. The normal mode feels very like not hard. Just like I feel like you you spend so much time managing yourself, like your thirst and hunger and stuff that you kind of lose sight of the like kind of making progress in the story. Um, and I so at, mm. about halfway through my playthrough, I decided to drop it. Um, which you can do at any point, to be fair, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, like it is, it is a really fun game with a really cool story. Um, and then just the idea of like all these things that you'd normally find, like, you know, a mite, like a dust mite, you're like, whatever. But when you're shrunken down to like the size of an ant or whatever, you that, that can be so much more terrifying (laughs) and it's really cool. 
Um, For those of you that might not know, like the premise of the game, right, is you're shrunken oh, yeah, down and yeah, you're lost yeah. in the backyard of your house. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. So, you, like, four kids, like, kind of, like, wake up and they've been shrunken down. Um, and, yeah, they can't... They need to find out why they were shrunken down, basically. Um, right. Yeah. So, uh, it's really, um, really, really solid. Um, just like I want to ask about the story mode and in how... The backyard. Like, um, is that... Like, that's the, new to the final... Two sex. I think I'm having audio issues. <laughs> Shannon's trying to talk. And maybe, yeah. <laughs> Shannon, yeah. what do you want to say? <laughs> no, what do you want to say, Shannon? So I was talking over you. Um, story mode. Like, how does that change things? Is it like just stuff that was in the early access release that they've sort of structured or is it like a totally new path and experience? Um, there's, so there wasn't much of the story. <laughs> like, you would get to a certain point and then it'd be like, hey, this is all we have for now. Um, and then you have to go into the open world, build your base, do whatever you wanted at that point. Um, now there's, like, actually, like, a beginning to end with bosses and stuff that you fight. Like, one of them's the Praying Mantis. That's pretty fucking scary. Um, <clears throat> yeah, like, it, it is really well done. And I like the idea that they can keep kind of expanding this with stuff. Um, yeah. Right now you've got, like, spiders and stink bugs and ladybugs, and they all behave differently in the garden. Um yeah, I really, really like it. I think it's quite a good idea, a really good premise, and I think that that's what mm. really separates from everything else. Um, yeah. I uh, yeah, cool. I went to install it today thanks to Game Pass, and I saw the new um, How Long to Beat sort of integration um, within uh, Game Pass, or the Xbox app, I should say, on PC. Um, I had to tweet about it. I thought it was really cool that they've now added that in. But it looks like it's a pretty digestible the game, this one as well, uh, James. Like, if you want to kind of smash it out in, in 10 hours, that's entirely possible. Um, I should also really probably neat. add <clears throat> the most interesting thing as well. This, If you're scared of spiders, um, you can scale back mm. the spidery appearance of the spiders. <laughs> so you can, like, remove legs. If that's not enough, you can remove fangs. If that's not enough... You can take away their texture, so they're just like a floating blob. Um, so they're still like a threat, but they don't look like a spider because they are pretty scary. Like having one of them run at you through the like the bush can be really terrifying. Um, so yeah, I'm not an arachnophobe, but I can totally see how people are. And having mm. like the, a game like this would be quite triggering. So like being able to scale it back or forward however you want is pretty cool. They needed one of those sliders for those finger things in Elden Ring. They were horrific. And Kamala Khan. I think Elden Ring like, needs a lot of different sliders <laughs> to adjust everything. But like, yeah, yeah. But not, I loved That's it. True. Yeah. Um, but those true. hands were also quite scary. <laughs> Did you say Kamala Khan? Is that an Avengers oh, reference? Yeah. Turn down her hand. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh, you guys are wild. All right. Thanks very much for your review, James. Um, had anyone else played any more Grounded before I move on from no, James? No, I, I played it. Oh. I was going to say I played it. I think with Brody. It was with Brody, wasn't it? Yeah. And that, was it and just us two? I feel like there was a third, but I can't remember who it was. I thought, uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I remember us having fun with it, but I think we had struggles with the structure of the story and how it was a bit nebulous in what we're supposed to do to, so to yeah. hear um, that it might be a bit more structured actually makes me want to get back into it a bit. So um, yeah, if, if I can find the time, that would be good. Do you guys it's think a very that, like, cool Obsidian, do you guys think Obsidian is like Xbox's most diverse studio? Like I'm just thinking about all their, their properties. Like they've got, it's this, like the only one making which, games. 
Yeah, like they've got grounded. <laughs> they've got Pentiment coming out soon, which is like two people, and then they're making oh, a vowed yeah. Outer Worlds. Like they're they got a bit of output. Yeah, I think they're the only one that's yeah doing a variety of different things and like smaller things and larger things. I like it. I feel mm. like that's the best thing about Game Pass is you can just work on these little things that can be updated over time and keep people on yeah. the service. It's cool. I think Ninja Theory are quite good. But then they did try a few different yeah. things and they all bombed, so maybe like we won't see them be much more diverse for much longer. I think I think Xbox just cool. in general are doing some really exciting things at the moment. I think like a game like Grounded is quite neat in the again it's another kind of potential like another um community sort of building game um and has that sort of co-op element too but like i I still think sea of thieves is a really sort of fantastic thing that has a cult following and i wouldn't be surprised if grounded kind of builds its own thing around it as well i I guess we yet see how much of an ongoing thing it becomes but i I can see a couple of these things just stacking up and tempting people particularly younger players to come over to xbox yeah, I think Grounded, though, like, that's quite a small team relative to, say, the Sea of Thieves team. But, like, I feel like mm. with Grounded, they're adding a lot of stuff to it. Um, like, if I if you kind of saw that kind of... F- like, I mean, I know it's probably hard to add different biomes and stuff to a world like Sea of Thieves. But, like, Grounded, they seem to be adding a good bunch of shit. Like, you've got... When you go to the sandbox, that's basically your desert level. And there's, like, ant lines and stuff hidden in the sand. And, you know, like, they, they really do a good job of adapting all these different environments and stuff. Mm. Whereas with, like, see if these, like, oh, here's some more ocean and some more chests to find. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like for the, the relative size of the team, I think the grounded team is doing a really good job. And it really excites me that they're still working on it and expanding it. Because um, what's yeah. already here is great. Um, whatever they add to it will be, like, icing on the cake, really. Like, they're going to yeah. add fucking attack birds that attack you soon. Like, how terrifying is that? Like, massive, <laughs> giant fucking pigeons trying to eat you. Like, that's scary. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it could be, like, a pretty epic, like, almost God of War scale <laughs> boss battle, actually. Um, yeah, no, I think it's it's cool, kind of what they're doing. And I'm eager to... I'm planning to jump into it tomorrow, actually, with some friends um, and give it a go. Because... Um, Oddly enough, like friends, and part of the reason why I thought to ask this was friends of mine that haven't had an Xbox before have recently gone out and bought one um, because they're eager to play, um, I'm blanking on it, but the Justin Roiland game, High on Life. Oh, High on Life. Life, Is that what it's called? Yeah. They're really keen to play that. Um, And in the meantime, they're playing Grounded. And it's like, yeah, maybe kind of all of these little little wins are really starting to add up in a big way for Xbox. Yeah. yeah, no, eager to play some tomorrow. That'll be fun. And James, we should play it together at some point too, because I did promise you that. <laughs> He's giving me the side <laughs> eye. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's move on then uh, for real this time and talk about Silent Hill, which I feel like we've been doing an awful lot recently, but we've got good reason to talk about it today. As reported by Gamatsu earlier this week, a title called Silent Hill, The Short Message, appeared on the Korean ratings board. Platforms weren't listed, nor was a release date. Uh, but James, seeing as I've spoken to you a whole bunch in the last five minutes, I'll go to someone else first. Shannon, do you reckon this all but confirms that Silent Hill leak we had a little while back about this maybe being like a teaser, a teaser trailer sort of thing? I obviously it's impossible to know, but I feel like yeah, the short message kind of leads itself to. Um, I don't know, look, just because it has short on it, I guess th- to me that, that reads like it could be this teaser trailer that, that leads into the next mainline Silent Hill game. But in saying that, it could be 
any of them, I guess, apart from probably the, the two remakes. So I think this is definitely the most convincing um, reason to believe that Silent Hill is coming soon in some form, which is exciting. But hopefully wasn't James there, does no more. Yeah, in, in the leak that came out, wasn't there a bunch of that concept art where there was like that monster covered in like post-it notes and stuff? Now, what do you yeah. write on post-it notes? <clears throat> Short messages. <laughs> so put that together. Huge if true. true. Yeah. Or like Huge. passwords. Yeah. For your computer, yeah. that sort of thing. What That's is a password like a if not a short message thing. for yourself? True. That's can't argue with that. James, surely this excites you. Um, yeah, it does. I hope it's good. Um <laughs> And that's my thoughts on the matter. Thank you very much. Have a great night. I think I think the Koreans' rating board might just give it like a, a classification. I don't know if they'll tell you it's good. Ten out of ten we from can the Koreans' rating board. Maybe there's no harm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a bad joke. In terms sorry, of like all the news that's come out of this, I think it's worth like clarifying. This is definitely a console game. I think there are a lot of people who are like, "Oh, it's a mobile game because it's called Short Message, it's like SMS," but like. It's definitely a um, <clears throat> console game based on Who's the rating. Who's making that assumption? That seems like yeah. a... It's like all over Twitter. leaps in logic. Really? Wow. Yeah, okay. it's probably the worst aspect. Of, the worst things I follow on Twitter is probably Silent Hill and Resident Evil related. But it's... um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is... I, I think this is really exciting because this is probably the Sakura demo, which is meant to be like PT style. It's meant to drop mm. out of nowhere. Um, tell a very short story. Get people excited for the brand again. Um, the script for this has already leaked. I don't think you can find it anywhere anymore, but I did have a peek. Um, and it does look really cool, the stuff that they're doing. Um, like Brody said, I think, like, the, the idea, it's all these pink post-its, and it's called, it's codenamed Sakura, because it's mentioned, like, cherry blossoms and stuff, like, and the monster is made out of cherry blossoms. Um, it's really different for the series. Like, normally it's quite gritty and grungy and stuff, and I think that's probably what we need. Like, I feel like the last three games um, were trying too hard to emulate the first four, and that's where they were kind of falling down, not trying to do their own thing. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I think this is really exciting. I hope it's good. I'm sure, I, I'm sure it will be. I think, like, I don't know. I feel like they've taken a lot of time with this, and I think it's good for good reasons, so hopefully when it does come out, it is going to be solid. Um I think yeah. it's cool that, like, years after PT, which obviously, not forgetting, was teasing a Silent Hill game that never eventuated to be as well, um, we kind of get, like, a similar sort of playable teaser to promote whatever upcoming Silent Hill game spawns off the back of this. Um, yeah. I think, Kieran, like, how... Oh, sorry, again, James, go for it. No, I just think, like, the, I do worry that they think they're going to try and, like, capture that lightning. I feel like you can't ever... Yeah create another moment like that like i know resident evil 7 did it a little bit um but that was clearly called a resident evil demo do you know what i mean but then pt mm. kind of did it as well i don't i just don't know if they can do that again um but yeah i, I, reckon I don't think it'll ever blind it blindside anyone the same way that pt did right yeah that i think just... now like that's a thing that you, people will say like it's like doing a pt um yeah like i think It'll be. I think it's a good idea because I do think people probably have lost faith in the brand a lot. Um, but based on how much we talk about it, <laughs> obviously not. Maybe not. Yeah, Kieran. Uh, if uh, James's kind of description of of this ends up being true, will it be something you seek out to play? Yeah, a hundred percent. Like I really enjoyed 
most of the Silent Hill games. Um, I'm pretty I, like I'm. I think I'm still most excited about the the idea of a short playable teaser demo thing because I really like those little playable horror vignette style things that we've gotten in the past. Like just as a standalone experience. So if that's like a thing that's happening, I'm I'm pretty excited. Did you play PT at the time as well? Yeah. Yeah. I reckon still to this day the scariest thing I've ever experienced. Like that was yeah. traumatic. I, I remember literally like screaming <laughs> and, and yelling at me. <laughs> I think yeah. it's also just quickly, it's also worth entertaining the thought that this is obviously like I've also thought it's called short message, it might be the rumored Annapurna game as well. Like the yeah, other's another there's yeah. another rumor on the other side of things where um, Annapurna is making like a short story style game. Um, they're publishing it, but the team who made um, Stories Untold is um, making this like as well. They're making a separate kind of episodic Silent Hill game. Um, and I don't know if you guys, I think Brody's played it, but I don't know if anyone else has. Um, that, get that The first two stories of that, that was also like, the Stories Untold was like an episodic game with four episodes. The first two episodes are really creepy. Um the first one especially, like, it was just text, but the way that it tells a story and stuff was genuinely quite chilling. Um, so that, I think, is quite exciting, and I think if that is the same team, that's, like, a perfect fit um, for Silent Hill. So I'm excited to see if this I, could be that too. I don't... Surely they wouldn't come back with the Annapurna game first up. But like you said, maybe the teaser isn't a thing anymore. I don't know. Maybe the teaser is coming, that's just not been rated. I'm just thinking, like, in terms of the title of this, it could yeah. be... Either. Yeah, like the rating, the ratings board doesn't necessarily mean it's language. coming up first, but yeah, yeah, know. yeah. It's I'm kind of like bewildered at this stage, like how many people are supposedly working on Silent Hill games, and like considering it's been so quiet for so long, like the fact that it suddenly feels like there's three or f- three or four studios. Four I mean, five. I don't know where abandoned like, like fits well, into this anymore. <clears throat> like, it's probably worth did, quickly did mentioning ever? too. Like, maybe not. Konami has changed a lot in the last five years. Um, I think a lot of people still think they're in that like pachinko mode um, where they're just turning all their loved, loved franchises into shitty pachinkos. Um, but like they have really restructured in the last five years and they've been really shopping their brands around to a lot of different teams. Um, Silent Hill seems to be the one that's leaked the most. Um, and a lot of people were pitching to them to make Silent Hill stuff too. Um, so I think I have a lot of faith in them now based on all the changes that have been made. So it shouldn't be too much of a pessimistic view, I think, going forward, hopefully. It's really the best thing they can probably do with the IP is, like, ha- invite people to come and pitch them ideas and source that, that talent. I mean, it's it's ridiculous, like, Alone in the Dark can fucking come back, but Silent Hill hasn't. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, <laughs> like I'm not shitting on Alone in the Dark, but, like, Silent Hill is, was such a massive franchise back in its heyday, and Resident Evil is enjoying such popularity now. Like, <clears throat> just makes sense. Well, if listings on the Korean ratings board are anything to go by, you may not have much longer to wait, James. Time will tell. Uh, but yes. with that, I'm going to introduce a new segment to the podcast today, and it is trailer talk, because we've got two new trailers that I'm eager to talk about today. And the first one that I'm going to start off with is obviously The Last of Us HBO trailer, which dropped this week. It kind of surprised me given we'd just had that little glimpse recently in the big sizzle reel, um, but it came out to mark the last of us day, formerly outbreak day um, in the week. Uh, Shannon, I'll come to you first. Did you like what you saw of the HBO trailer? 
I did very much so. Like I didn't, there wasn't a lot there. Like you just said, they released that little sizzle reel and I didn't, from a character point of view, I know we've got a few little glimpses of other characters, but I didn't have too much to think there, but just the general vibe and like seeing the clicker and some of the more like mm. gameplay segments from the game shown in this light got me really excited. Like, to be honest, I'm still, I don't want to say I'm worried about seeing Ali and Joel played by different actors, but I still don't know how I'm going to feel about that when push comes to shove watching the show. That might just be a me thing, but I just feel like it's such a cinematic game and they're such iconic looking and sounding characters that I'm still, I don't see Ali and Joel in these characters yet, but yeah, I, I feel like everything I've seen has been amazing. Like it looks so high budget and it couldn't be in better hands and that's evident in this. Yeah, seeing more of like the interactions between the two of them, like it was really starting to sell me on it even more. But I do have a lot of faith in who they've cast like throughout the whole thing. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. Like watching the trailer, have, like I just finished remake in the week. Actually, um, it just it kind of did feel weirdly like a knockoff version. It looked like people were cosplaying as the characters in a film. Yeah, like, not in a bad than- way either. Yeah, I think it's just going to take some adjustment. But, like, as a massive Chernobyl fan and a massive Craig Masson fan, someone recently showed me his, like, work prior to Chernobyl too, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm really excited about the series and nothing really is slowing down my excitement for it at this stage. Brody, did you like what you saw in the trailer? Yeah, I did. I thought it was a really, really good trailer. Um, obviously... A lot of nods to moments we know from the games. I think there's a lot of hints as well that they're going to expand on certain things. Like, I think we'll see a lot of, like, maybe Bill and Frank, uh, which we didn't get in the game, which is going to be good, I think. Um, I'm in a similar boat, I guess, as far as the casting goes. It's not necessarily Pedro Pascal I've got my doubts about. Yeah, I'm the same. It's it's more Bella Ramsey that I think the jury's out on. But she was really great in Game of Thrones, um, there's no reason why she won't nail it. And like, she's a lot older than I actually thought she was. She looks like she's about 14, but I think she's actually like 20 in real life or something like that. So that's right. a bit, yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, look, I'm definitely keen. Uh, it looks like they've thrown the appropriate amount of budget at it. It's in great hands. Like, like you said, Craig Mazin, he's got, uh, at least recent, uh, success with, uh, Chernobyl. And obviously mm. with Dr- Druckmann being heavily involved, I think that's only going to hold so it. So cool to step. see him like name dropped in the trailer as well. Yeah. Like yeah. alongside Craig Mazin. I think that's kind of like really a sign that like we are treating, like we're retreading the source material. Yeah. Um, and, there, and there's a, a lot of really good actors in it as well, even in the supporting roles, like um, Mel Dandridge as, um, uh, what's her name? Marlene. Um, yeah. uh, Nick Offerman, uh, obviously. Uh Gabrielle Luna as Tommy. So uh, a lot of, a lot of, uh, and sorry. And you, you just made me remember as well. I don't know if they'd confirmed that Riley was going to be in the show, but it looks like I assume that's who it was on the carousel. And that looks to yeah. be, I don't know the actress's name, but from the Euphoria. sister of, from Euphoria. Yeah, Storm yeah. Raid. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Yes. Who equally fantastic. So yeah, no, like everything just ticking all the right boxes for me. So excited. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just a really good trailer. Like, I was a big fan of... It got me hype. Appropriately hype. Yeah. yeah. I even kind of like the sort of Western nature of it, too, as well. Like, the kind of it's, music choice and stuff in the trailer. Like, that it's, still felt pretty right. 
it's such a tricky thing because like watching this a few times i was like oh do, like do i just want a tv show like in this world with new characters but then i just feel like that totally changes what this is and the appeal of it and the point of it but i think like you said before brody like as long as we get more on those supporting characters and those fleshed out like that's what i probably want more so yeah, than and, just and, a straight one-to-one telling and in other discussions i've heard throughout the week talking about this game like the appeal of the last of us isn't the clickers and stuff like that like the setting is one thing but that's not exactly the draw like the draw is the characters and like yeah. their, their their relationships with each other so i think it would be uh a misstep oh, to do a last of us series oh but yeah you got me oh you're back yeah yeah, I was just about I was, to furiously yeah. agree with everything you were saying. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I just wait four seconds and say, yeah, good call. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, basically I was just, I think it would have been a big misstep to do a Last of Us series without the characters from the game. Yeah. So I'm glad they've gone this route. And I, I think it looks really good. Yeah. And where yeah, where do we really think this is going to end? Of it all as well. Maybe. Where do we I was think they'll wrap up season I'll, one? Yeah, I was wondering if they might break the first game up into like two seasons or something. Because yeah. if you think about it, it's like spoilers for the games, obviously, but the the thought that they're just going to murk Pedro Pascal at the start of like season two or three or something is just crazy to me. And just like, unless they, no, I doubt they'd rewrite it. They can't surely. afford him anymore. No. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but it, but at that point, it becomes like Bella Ramsey's story, right? Like, yeah. yeah I feel and, like and this, this show is going to introduce like so many other people. Who, so they, the last of us are worried Ramsey. about spoilers all of a sudden, but yeah. They'd want more than two seasons out of this, I think, knowing HBO and what they've done, surely. Yeah. Do you, I do can, you think if I the... I can see, like, a climactic midpoint in, like, maybe the start of a winter. Winter, or, yeah. That's what I thought. Um, I, feel, yeah, I feel like that'd be, like, the right point to end the first season, where it's like, you yeah. know, they go to the first... They go to the university, the fireflies aren't there, they're ambushed, Joel's impaled. Do you reckon maybe they try and get two seasons out of each game just to give Naughty Dog enough time to crap out a third so they've got somewhere to go with it after that. Yeah, that yeah. probably is a good shout. And honestly, you could probably get three seasons out of part two. That game, like, yeah. stretches. Yeah, just, just retell um, the whole season again as Abby and, and just go through the whole same thing again, reusing the yeah. same cast. Especially like if you're padding, yeah, especially if you're padding seasons out with... Um, uh, you know that flashbacks to like Left Behind and more of Frank and Bill's yeah, story. Yeah, there's more you can do. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree with part two and, in terms of filling and in maybe the gaps. even a couple of seasons in or three or four seasons in, they could pull. Like, I really hate to reference The Walking Dead here because I really hope it doesn't become The Walking Dead in any eighteen capacity. seasons. Yeah, exactly. But they could do like spin-offs too. Like, if maybe they did a, like That's a what I was gonna series say. on Ish's story or something like that having established The Last of Us as kind of a property in the TV space. You're thinking the yeah. same thing here? Yeah, no, I definitely like... I feel like if this is a success, they, they'll try to use it as an entry point for the series into like another medium, like in its own universe, its own right. So that would make sense for them to do like spin-offs of, yeah, certain characters or certain groups or... Like a Fireflies. Yeah, uh, yeah, like The Last of Us like Firefly or something. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it would be really cool. Yeah. James, do you have any thoughts, feelings, opinions on the Last of Us TV series? Just glad that they're going to tell this story for the third time. And I hope it's just as good as the first two times. But it's coming from, it's coming from Craig Mazin, the writer of The Hangover Part 2 and The Hangover Part 3. 
<laughs> Lovely. And I think he had a hand in what Scary Movie Four and Five. I think <laughs> yeah. the best, the best one. He was writer and <laughs> so, producer on Scary Movie Four. <laughs> say no more. <laughs> yeah, Craig starts. Craig yeah. the Man Mazin. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, James, let me ask you then instead about Deadpool Three, which also got a trailer today. Not hugely game related, but obviously touching on all the things we love about anyhow. Um, it was an, an unceremoniously released video that Ryan Reynolds revealed that Hugh Jackman will be reprising his role as Wolverine in the film. Um, so, James, I'll come back to you. Does Hugh Jackman coming back as Wolverine do anything for you? You're literally asking the worst person. I mean, I guess it's cool <laughs> if you like that. I'm happy for what, you. What about you, Brody? you as excited as everyone seems to be on the internet? Uh, yeah, yes and no. Uh, I think it's cool. Like, I, I think Hugh Jackman, you know, he is Wolverine, like, uh, has been for 20 years. But I think Logan was such a perfect stopping point for him with that character. I hope whatever he does in Deadpool 3 isn't just, like, some throwaway gag. Um, like, I hope they do something meaningful with the character. But, uh, like, even if he hands uh, it off to someone. Like, because they're, they're, they're well into this multiverse shit at this point. So whether, like, you know, they get into the whirly-doily, timey-wimey sort of shit of the multiverse, and he ends up giving it off to whoever they cast next. But I don't know. I just I just do think Logan was so good that it's a shame to potentially undo that with something that won't be quite as good. Because I'm not the biggest fan of the Deadpool movies myself. Like, I, I don't think they're as funny as they're made yeah. out to be. <laughs> I, I'm, um, I'm of the same opinion. Um, but so, I think it was... Um, yeah, Tim Gettys in the kind of funny reaction video I was watching today, like early, I said that apparently the original pitch to Fox was a, like a buddy cop kind of road trip style thing between Deadpool and Wolverine, which if that's what this is, I am totally down for. What about self Karen? Does this do anything for you? Yeah, I don't, I don't really have much input on it, but like <laughs> we're also the, we're down on this. And I expect the. The reaction to it, like like Brody said, like from what I've seen from people that are really into Wolverine, it kind of feels like what the room felt like at RGG Summit when they announced that Kiryu was coming back in the Yakuza series. It's like we grieved him already. Like, like so they relatable. did such a good, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> relatable. That's what exactly no, what like, I was thinking. <laughs> shut That's up. That's actually um, the first thing I thought when they announced it this morning. <laughs> For real, though, like. All right, maybe uh, maybe maybe no, this is I the wrong audience. What, I know, I get what you mean. I get the point. Joking. The yeah. book was well and truly closed. And James, do you have yeah. a Mortal Kombat like analogy? <laughs> yeah, can that's you? similar to that. <laughs> yeah. It's actually, like when Ape Escape Three came out. <laughs> it's like when Ada Wong came back from. <laughs> they ripped Scorpion's head off like four, five games ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, like we've made our peace. I don't know. Shut no, the fuck up. I'm not down on it, Yui. I just am not a Marvel person. Like, I'm so over it already, and like. <laughs> Yeah, like cool. I actually think yeah. Ryan Reynolds getting a bit annoying now too. Like everybody's just annoying. No, going to go away. A very attractive <laughs> man. Go Putting him in everything. Shirtless. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, I like Deadpool. Like I don't pop off for anything. I like the first one. I do like. Yeah, the second <clears> one I don't remember much of. But yeah, it, it is one of the the these type of superhero movies that I actually really like. I don't really care for Hugh Jackman or Wolverine, but I can appreciate it. 
I'm curious yeah, to I see what the- Deadpool's introduction into the MCU is, given he is like such a vulgar character and like very un-Disney. So it's going to be interesting to see how they handle him. And it's interesting as well that this was this has happened after D23. It's like Disney is still trying to keep Ryan Reynolds at arm's length, um, which I kind of love. Anyhow, yeah. are we all, we're all done on that matter? Are you ready for a rapid fire question? I think so. Such such enthusiasm. Uh, Cyberpunk <laughs> is blowing up again after the TV show dropped. Speaking of TV shows, Brody, would you consider diving back into Cyberpunk? <clears throat> and finish my long-awaited review? <laughs> yeah, the people are waiting. <laughs> oh <God, yes>. yeah. <laughs> the, the people are waiting. Um, yeah, look, I probably would. I, I, w- I would give it a go. I, I've always... Like, I enjoyed my time with that game, and I regret never finishing it. So, uh, yeah, look, I'd, I'd give it a crack. I'm curious to see if it runs better now than it, than it did. Uh, what about yourself, Kieran? Oh, I mean, like, Edge Runners was really, really good. Like, if any of you haven't watched oh, cool. it, you should definitely give it a raz. Um, but I don't know if it. I don't know if I'd want to play through Cyberpunk again. I don't. I don't know if there's anything it's left in it for me after after like playing a, through it once already. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of of the same opinion, to be honest. What about yourself, James? Um. No, oh, I played it for like 10 hours and then I was like, mm, this is shit. So I put it down. But then like I got the, egg. yeah, I reckon like I really wanted to love that world and stuff. And I wanted to have this kind of like, you know, Deus X-esque vibe with it. <clears throat> but yeah, it just didn't do much for me. But I'm keen. Like if, if I have like absolutely nothing else on, like I would give it a go again. Like, like if I had nothing to do, like. At all. Absolutely not. <laughs> You're on a deserted yeah, island. Like all my friends all were dead, and like, but punk. my Xbox still worked. <laughs> like, I would. <laughs> I, I don't know. I would play Cyberpunk. I guess. It's I feel like a replay of Resident Evil would still win. decimated. <laughs> Hit me your too. Xbox. Yeah, and like I can't eat my feet because I'm on the island or something. So I've got nothing <laughs> else to do. So I, I've got still got my hands. So I'll play Cyberpunk. Would it, you need to go to such extremes to play it? Do you think, Shannon, or? You can't give it a I've always I've said I'm always going to go back to it, like since the next gen update. But I don't feel like this is going to make me go back to it. No, I, I can't see it. Fair enough. Wow. All right, let's play what the wiki, the pressed up podcast game show, where the previous week's winner reads part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game, and we, the contestants, must guess the game. The first to guess two games correctly wins a round and takes home the points. Um. Currently in first place is James on 11 points, Brody in second on 9 points, myself and Shannon are tied on 7 points apiece, Kieran is on 1, and Harry and Stephen with nil pois. Uh, I was last week's winner, rather amazingly. It's always a surprise when that happens. So I will be reading the games this week. Are we all ready? Yes, we are. And I'm going to be paying very careful attentions to who buzzes in first, don't you worry. Thank in you. the game, players control Eric LeBlanc and must survive on a forested peninsula in search of his son, Timmy, after a devastating plane crash. Brody? Players must survive... Brody. Is it the forest? It is the forest. Oh, oh uh, that was the Brody. obvious answer, wasn't it? Off the mark. No, needs another, another game to get the point. Game number two. The game places the player in the fictional post-Soviet Republic of Chinoris, the original setting of Armour 2, where a mysterious plague James? has turned most... James? Is it Daisy? It is Daisy. 
Cool. What People, a theme. I'm sure. I thought nobody was going to get these, you weren't. Yeah. Shitty multiplayer games. Shitty, <laughs> shitty survival <laughs> games because of Grounded. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Particularly <laughs> one I like. The next one is it's either Rust or Ark, I bet. <laughs> uh, let me just change my order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The game is an open-world survival game played from a third-person perspective. As fallen Vikings, players must Shut craft up, tools, oh. build... Shannon? Oh, damn it. Valheim, I don't know. It is, it is Valheim. Valheim. Yeah. Well done, Shannon. It's all shitty Ewan games. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to close the tiebreaker. I may need the five games. All right, game number three. (laughs) 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 Game number four, I'm losing count already. Um, As a multiplayer-only video game, the game pits players against each other in a harsh open-world environment with the sole goal of survival. Shannon, escape from Tarkov. Fuck no, off. it's not oh. escape from Tarkov. No. <laughs> Damn, good guess. Uh, animals such as wolves and bears act as a looming threat, but the primary danger comes from other players. Most maps are procedurally generated, with the exception of some pre-built maps. When James. beginning a play... James? Is it Conan Exiles? It's not Conan Exiles. That's what I was going to guess. <laughs> Am I back in soon? Uh, you're not. <laughs> it's still a lengthy paragraph. Why when beginning... A player only has a rock and a torch. The rock can cut down trees, break apart stones, and be used as a weapon. Clothed food can be gathered by killing animals. Mining provides stone, metal ore, and sulfur ore, and chopping down trees provides wood. To survive in the world, the player must gather resources and use them to craft tools. Brody? Is this rust? This is rust. Well done, Brody. Ah, Yes. Where does that... Oh, Brody on 10 points. Close and in on James. The pressure is on. Nicely done, Brody. You will be next week's host. Great round, Ewan. Good game. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, 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 Brody. (laughs) Oh, I'm excited for Grounded because obviously I've played a fair few survival games in my time. With that, let's bring an end to what was this week's episode of the Press Start Podcast. Subscribe to us on Listener or the podcast service of your choice. Follow us at PressStartAU and visit the site at PressStart.com.au. We've been joined today by Shannon. You can follow me at Shancake underscore on the Twitter and be looking for my Samsung Odyssey arc hands on because tech time with Shannon got cut from this episode. It changed request. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to come after me. This is, we've got 40 minutes. This is a long enough episode as it is that tech time with Shannon. We had trailer talk this week instead. Flop. Okay. Just as much of a hit of a segment trailer, as well. Trailer track. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna come up with a, a segment just for you one day, James. And I'm sure you'll love it. It's not. We a, have to. We we James, know what people want. We have James a spoke about every week. James spoke <laughs> about his review and Silent Hill for 20 minutes this week. At he least got 39 of the 40 minutes. We need like a snack just... theme segment. I don't you know need to what respect my that. creative process, okay? Like, I'm passionate. <laughs> I can't help it. We've also been joined today by Kieran. Hello. Uh, you can find me over at Twitter, mourning the death of Kiryu from Like a Dragon 6 at H A S H underscore B R A U N. Joining us today and taking the point, it was Brody. Uh, thank you. You can follow me on most things at Brody underscore DG. 
And last but not least, it was James. Yes. I'm silently mourning Q um, on nowhere, but you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at James, A-T-J-A-M-Z. And I've been your host, Ewan Roxbury. You can follow me on Twitter at Ewan underscore Roxbury. Thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, happy gaming. Bye. 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 Bye.